You are Locked On the NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. How is everyone this wonderful Friday? I hope you're doing great. Happy holidays, of course. Not sure what the next week's schedule will be, but I will keep you in the loop of that for sure. We'll not be recording on Christmas. Uh, maybe we'll sneak one in on Christmas Eve. I don't know. Um, we are brought to you by MyBookie and DraftKings. And I pulled up MyBookie's website with all the lines in front of us. And that's what we're going to do today as we do every Friday. Although only one more of these in the regular season after today. It's winding down. And I mentioned DraftKings. I'll tell you about them later. But I did tweet out a contest. Please check my Twitter, at WilliamsonNFL. Um, a contest I have going at DraftKings where you can compete against me for only three bucks. You know, th- have an entry for you three bucks, and I think the top three of us will win the contest. So that should be fun. That's for the Sunday games. Um, we have two Saturday games. First one's Washington at Tennessee. Titans are favored by ten. And before we get started here, I'm not ducking this, but this time of year, it's tough to pick some games, some teams. A team like Washington or that really doesn't have anything to play for, it's hard to get a pulse of, will they play their guys that are you know questionable, probably shouldn't, or are they a team like Oakland that's trying to build a culture and everyone's on notice and they're playing hard? So I'll kind of weight these with, Man, I don't really know what to expect from this team, or uh, this is what I think we'll see. So, Washington's a bit of a train wreck. I mean, that's pretty clear, especially on offense. Uh, tight ends are hurt, quarterbacks are hurt, linemen are hurt, weapons aren't great. Um, tough defense in Tennessee. But the Titans are going to run through Derrick Henry yet again. I mean, he's going to get a ton of carries. I have no doubts about that. But the Washington defense is pretty good. I mean, will they show up big in this game? I don't know, but I bet they keep this game to within 10. I know it's in Tennessee, but is Tennessee going to beat anyone by more than 10 right now? Especially a defense that's pretty pretty good shape. I mean, I think it's a really good defense with some young players I like a lot. So, I'll take the skins plus the points, but I think Tennessee wins this game by 6 or 7, something like that. You know, shorter game, not a lot of plays run, uh, a lot of running on both sides of the ball. So that's, that's what I think they're expecting this one. And I just think 10 too big of a line. The Ravens' big game go to L.A. to play the Chargers. Sure, there'll be a lot of Ravens fans there. Chargers are favored by four and a half. I, we've talked Ravens every podcast this week. And it's been fun. And I do like what they're doing. I think they're very well coached. I think they're very hard to prepare against on both sides of the ball. But the Chargers get an extra long week to do that and don't have to travel. A huge key to me here is, I well, a couple things. is When L.A. has the ball, I don't think Rivers is going to get all that confused. I mean, I think he's going to know what he's seeing, even though they're a tough defense to prepare for. Um Gets Allen back, gets Gordon back. From what I understand, you know, noon on Friday, that's going to be the case. And I th- and that's gigantic. Should be able to stay on schedule. You know, still have Mike Williams and those guys too. But the other side of the ball, a big key for me, is going to be the play of Bosa and Ingram against, you know, those zone runs, those zone read runs. 
Um, those guys, I think, will handle that edge responsibility really well. And then I think they'll get a lot of lighter defenders. They play a lot of dime. Derwin James will spy Jackson, I bet, a lot. And I think that they'll do a pretty good job of containing Jackson. And maybe more importantly, I think they'll do a good job of hitting him. You know, that Ingram's such a good space player. When he breaks down as the unblocked defender, I think he's going to blast Jackson. I think Bosa's going to do the same. I think that's going to get old after a while. And I expect a good game. But I like the Chargers by more than four and a half. I told you before, I'm sitting here staring at my bookie. Um, and watching football is fun, of course. But it's more entertaining when you have some action on the games. So, I've been talking about this for weeks and weeks. But some of you are still on the sidelines. So, whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. I like saying that. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, a risk taker like myself, then playing the numbers on roulette, you know, it's a lot like playing the numbers on roulette, and you can you can create a big parlay at my bookie. Three teams to win, and if you hit on all three, you turn 100 bucks into 600 bucks. Plus there's so much to bet on. I mean, college hoops, NBA, of course, football, bowl seasons right around the corner, NHL, esports. I've never really gotten into that, but that's pretty interesting. My bookie is one of the bet, one of the is the one bet I know you'll be happy with all year. I can promise you that. I recommend these guys because I really trust them. My bookie has been in business for years. They've got great online reviews. Their mobile site is extremely easy to use. Sign up this week, and my bookie will give you a fifty percent deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to even you know to bank even more money when you win. It's free money, guys. Also, make sure to. Follow at MyBookie on Twitter, at BetMyBookie on Twitter, at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention and every direct message, which is pretty amazing. Not to mention they've given away more than $10,000 in free money to their Twitter followers this football season. So you'll be the first to know as soon as, you know, odds and props and things like that are posted as well. So don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year. Log on to MyBookie right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON25 to get 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code LOCKEDON25, LOCKEDON25. You play, you win, you get paid. Now, Tampa is going to Dallas. Getting seven. I think Tampa's D's been better. A lot more man coverage. Maybe better coached. You know, I, mean, I think they're getting more out of their groups for sure. Not a terrible, you know, personnel on that side of the ball. But I think they'll be able to lean on Elliott and lean on Elliott and lean on Elliott. And where's the answer for Cooper? You know, I mean, Dak, I think, can have 40 yards rushing in that neighborhood. You know, extend some drives. The other side of the ball worries me, though. I mean, I like Winston. I usually say good things about him. But this just seems like a three-turnover type of game for him. That tough situation. Dallas needs this game. They've been a lot better at home. Love their defense. I think Winston will be under pressure. I think he'll try to do too much. And I think Dallas wins. Seven's a good number, but I think that's... I think I'll give it to you. I'll still take Dallas minus seven because it's in Dallas. I don't like Dallas on the road. The Buff Bills go to New England where they're getting 13 and a half. I'll take the points. Gordon's gone. Not that that's a massive blow, but 
Gronk doesn't look the same. I think New England's going to run the ball a lot. I think the Bills' D is really good, though. I mean, it's a top five, six, seven defense that I think they can keep things close. And I think Josh Allen makes some plays with his legs. The Patriots are allowing a lot of rushing yards to quarterbacks. Um, I think they win. I think they win out. I think they'll beat the Jets next week. But I don't think they're a juggernaut. And I think the Bills will look at this game kind of like their Super Bowl. And I think their defense will come to play and keep it within 10 or so. Here's a game I don't know what to think about. Where is Atlanta and Carolina right now in their seasons? I mean, we know that Cam isn't playing. Atlanta's got some injuries too. But without Cam... Ugh. And the way that that defense is playing, they're not rushing the passer very well. They're getting three at home. Atlanta's much better on at home than on the road as well. I just think Carolina might not have anything left in the tank. I'll take the Falcons and I'll give you three. But I don't feel great about it. I mean, does Tevin Coleman have another big game? He could. Um, I, I quoted a stat from Pro Football Focus and put it on Twitter. It's pretty amazing about Julio Jones. Urge you to check that out. He'll see a lot of Bradbury. Should still abuse him. I would think Ryan stays pretty upright for the majority of this, too. But is Atlanta 100% in it? Yeah, probably not. Jacksonville goes to Miami. Florida battle here. Dolphins are three-and-a-half-point favorites. This is a yucky game. This is one I don't know what to think about it. Um, I think you would feature Balage quite a bit. I think that I think that Dolphins offensive line is going to have a really difficult time protecting. I would think you'd love to see Leonard Fournette take this game over, but and Miami's defense isn't much to write home about. But no one's going to fear the Jacksonville passing game. It's so bad. Three and a half. I don't like giving any team three and a half if I'm Miami, but it's in Miami. I guess I will. Jacksonville's defense could. Score one, you know, could could do big things, handful of sacks, scoop and score, pick six, something like that. But I almost feel like that's their only chance of really winning this game. So, with that in mind and the odds of that happening, I'll give you three and a half. But there's not going to be a lot of points scored here. Giants go to the Colts, and I don't know if Beckham's playing. They're nine point dogs on the road. But I do know the Colts' defense is pretty solid. And when in doubt, I would think the Giants won't play Odell. I think the Colts will sell out to stop Barkley and will have pretty good success doing so. And then you leave a lot on Manning, and I don't trust him. You know, not without without Odell. And Colts at home, game they need. I think luck tortures these guys. I think Mack has a nice day. So I'm pretty confident in the Colts. Nine seems like a lot, but they're clearly the better team. Clearly the team that has more to play for at home. I think the matchups are in their favor too. I will take the Colts. So I mentioned our friends at DraftKings, and I mentioned that I set up a uh, a contest there. So please check that out. At Williamson NFL, you'll find the link. I'll link it out. I'll tweet it out again a couple times today. But it's week 16 of the football season. It means it's time you're, you know, you're starting to run out of time to get in the action. So every single game will matter with huge playoff implications at stake. And it could go a long way for you to win huge cash prizes. Single game fantasy football. This is pretty cool. 
is the newest way to play one-day fantasy at DraftKings. I mean, this is really catching on in a big way. They're the leader of one-day fantasy football. And if you've been thinking about trying DraftKings, now is the time. You don't have much time left, folks. DraftKings has taken fantasy football from just one week to just one game, making it easier to draft your lineup. And here's how they do it. All you have to do is you pick six players from the whole game. You know, Out of two teams, you get six players from a single football game. And one of them you make your captain. Your captain earns 1.5 times as many points. So you really got to figure out, you know, what are the other guys thinking too, you know? You can go for value or star power to anchor your lineup. It's, it's really that simple. Six players from one game. Just stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. So this is what you do. Go to DraftKings.com or download the app now. The app's very easy to use. Use code LOCKEDON, all caps, all one word. To enter a single game contest for free, and with your first deposit complete for your, on for your share of over one million dollars in total prizes. I mean, the code is locked on, all one word, all caps. Only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. A couple little notes here, though. You got a, your minimum deposit's five bucks. I think you can handle five bucks. Eligibility restrictions apply. So see DraftKings.com for all details. Um, remember, our code is locked on, all one word. Good stuff. How can you not do that? So, let's get back to these games. We've got Houston going to Philly. I don't like this at all for the, for the Texans. The Eagles are one and a half point favorites at home. Playing better. A desperate team. Clearly, there's some talent there. But here's the key to me is Texans O-line was was not terrible for a while. It's starting to be terrible. Fletcher Cox, I think, is going to feast. Like, yeah, there's no answer for DeAndre Hopkins. I get that. But I think in a hostile environment, bad offensive line on the road, trying to block Graham and Cox and those guys is going to be their downfall. And... I like the, the Texans' defense, for sure. But Foles is playing pretty well. Their weapons are you know, good enough. Alshon looks good. Ertz isn't going away. Goddard's a really good player. Will the Eagles run the ball? Eh, I don't know. Will they have trouble blocking Watt and company? For sure. But I think it's a close game. And I think that they'll do a better job blocking the Texans' front than vice versa. So, on the road, I don't like Houston's chances here. I think they're kind of due to stumble. I'll gladly give you one and a half. Vikings go to Detroit, and they have their formula now that's pretty well known. Cook, new coordinator, limit cousins. We talked about that with Sage on Tuesday. They're six-point favorites on the road. I'll give you that those points, no doubt. I think they're heating up at the right time. I look at this Lions offense, and it's kind of pathetic. I mean, it's... Galladay and who else is going to make a play from that side of the ball? He's going to see Rhodes. I think that Vikings pass rush will travel just fine to Detroit. I think you're going to hear boo birds in in Detroit. That it, that home field advantage might turn to a disadvantage. And I think Minnesota is going to run the ball and run the ball. And I know the Lions' run defense is better with Harrison, but Slay can only cover one guy. And I think the Vikes roll here. They have a lot more to play for. I bet they win by two scores. Green Bay goes to the Jets. Here's what I don't know what to think about. Jets are a home dog by two and a half. I like how Darnold's playing a lot. 
really starting to warm up to him. I like what you're seeing from Robbie Anderson. That Packers defensive line's all beat up. New coach, probably neither one of these coaches is coaching here next year. I don't think Rodgers is very healthy, and I've been saying all week I would have shut him down. Uh, not to the Cam Newton level, but I think he's going through things this year physically that more that we don't even know. Devontae Adams, I mean, no Jones. I'm going to take the Jets to win this one. Just at home, close game, not a lot of points. 2017, something like that. So, cup of mud there. Upset special. Adam and Eve. Give me two and a half at home. To a game that you know doesn't have a lot of lot on the line for either team. I'll take the points, yeah. And I think they win that one outright. Battle of Ohio. Amazing that these teams are where they are right now. As the Bengals go to Cleveland and are getting nine points on the road. Rightfully so. I think Cleveland's rolling, playing with a lot of pride. I think Cincinnati will give Mixon 9,000 carries and touches. But I don't think that's enough. And I think that Cleveland can stick with Chubb. I think Baker has a big day. Cincy's defense is really bad. I bet Cleveland Brown Stadium is wound up. And... Cincy, I think, just wants to get done. They might get beat by... This might be one of those type of games where Browns win like 24-3. And Cincy just doesn't show up. I know the whole Hugh narrative, and I don't really even care about that. Cleveland's just much better right now and playing at a much higher level. You would think that would be the case with the Rams over the Cardinals. And it is, don't get me wrong. But 14.5 in Arizona. Rams aren't playing that great. Is this a get-right game? Probably. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not going to block Aaron Donald. That Arizona line, we talked about that with Mike on Wednesday. Worse than the league, and I agree that it is. Replacing people across the board. But, you know, can Johnson move the ball a little bit? Larry? Maybe a little. Rams D is troubling, but the offense in Arizona is much more troubling. Really detailed this week, particularly yesterday with Sando, about my concerns with the Rams. And getting Chandler Jones will be blocked will be tough, and Patrick Peterson will probably be on Cooks, maybe Woods to some degree too. Gurley may or may not play. I would shut him down too. But I still think the Rams get right. I don't know if they win by 14 and a half though. I'm going to take them to win by 10, 12, something like that. I know Arizona is the worst team in the league, and they have the first pick in the draft, but their defense is still respectable. And if you don't have Gurley out there, and I don't like the way Goff's playing, I think he will get hit in this game. I can see them DJ causing problems to at least keep it respectable. I don't think it's a total blowout. Interesting one here. Bears go to San Fran. San Fran still is playing hard. They are well coached. Their quarterback situation is not as bad as you think. Bears on the road, can they, are they at the point in their development where they can make this a business trip on the road, handle it, be the better team, shut down the Niners running game, be disciplined on defense, cause a few big plays on that side of the ball, and allow Trubisky to just hand the ball off to Cohen and Howard and short throws and make some runs himself? I think they are. I think these are two really good young coaches. The Bears just have a lot more talent. 
I expect them to hit a big play or two on offense. You know, maybe that's Cohen. Maybe who knows? It is a big play offense. We've seen a lot of that lately. But I think they win by more than four and a half. And if they do, I'm going to be really impressed with the organization saying, wow, they're in a good place. Go into San Francisco. Take care of business. I think that would be an impressive an impressive win. This is a game I've been talking about like crazy on Steeler Nation Radio, of course. The Steelers go to New Orleans. They're six-point dogs. I think that number's way too big. And Saints have massive O-line issues right now. Armstead and Unger are probably both out. Maybe even another dude. They're like Four of them didn't practice yesterday. I think that's a really big problem. That offense is not humming. And Cam Hayward and company, I think, will really cause Bree's interior pass rush problems. Now, what do they do with Thomas and Kamara? I get that. I mean, that's a real problem, no doubt about it. Um, and those guys will get theirs. But this offense in general has not been a juggernaut. And I know they've been on the road, and at home is a totally different beast. I certainly understand that. And I know people think the Steelers are bad on the road, but go look at their last 20 games. I mean, they have like two road losses, to maybe three. They can. They travel. They are when they're a desperate team. They step up. I don't think there's going to be nearly as many points in this game as people tend to realize. Tend to think fifty-three to look like the over/under for my bookie. I also think that the Steelers will not run the ball well against the Saints. Probably the best run defense in the league. Certainly by the numbers, it is. I think they're going to have a hard time getting Jordan blocked and Rankins and Davenport, and I think you'll see Lattimore on AB quite a bit. So I think it's going to be tougher sledding on both sides of the ball than people realize. I'm thinking this is like a 21-20 game, down to the wire. Everyone watching, 4 o'clock game, fun game. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch to say maybe a Super Bowl preview, but possibly. Uh, I think New Orleans is my is definitely my pick in the NFC. So I'll take the six points, and I think the Saints win it, but barely. I don't know who to pick to win it. I, I know that sounds very homerish of me, and it probably is. Don't get me wrong. I just think those O-line issues are really going to be an issue for the for the Saints in this one. And I think Breeze will take hits. I don't think they'll be able to stretch the field. Steeler defense is playing pretty well. I mean, it's not great, that's for sure. Um, but I trust Breeze more than I trust Ben. Kansas City's favored by two and a half in Seattle. And I could really see this game going two ways. I think if KC gets up early, hit a couple big plays, Seattle's D is good, but I think it's a smidge overrated. I don't think it's wonderful that Kansas City handles their business on the road. But I think what's more likely is KC doesn't run the ball very well. Mahomes maybe had not. It seems weird because I'm the biggest fan of his ever, but it's going to be loud there. It's going to be a challenge for any young quarterback, even Mahomes. And I think Seattle's going to run the ball like crazy. And as long as they can keep this thing close, I think they're going to have great success on the ground. And they will stay dedicated to it. And they will run the ball. And they will run the ball. And they will run the ball. So in a way, I kind of feel this is a little like the Steelers, like a 21-20 type of game. So I'll take the two and a half at home. But I think Kansas City finds a way to win it. Big play by Mahomes here and there be kind of fun if it turned into somewhat of a shootout. Just Wilson versus Mahomes running around like old school, playing out of structure. Maybe it doesn't go that way. That would be fun. Um, it's not what those coaches want, but that is sort of in both quarterbacks' DNA, and there's some obvious similarities there. But I'll take the Hawks at home, plus two and a half. 
I like KC to win it, though. Should be fun. That game could go either way. Denver goes to Oakland. The Raiders are getting three at home. Here's one I don't know what to think about. I mean, I mentioned to open the show that Oakland's playing hard. I like the way Carr is playing, for sure. Denver doesn't really have weapons. Since they lost Harris and Sanders, it's been troubling there, to say the least. Can they wreak havoc off the edges against terrible Raiders tackles? That's for sure, on a national stage. I think that's a big enough advantage that I'll take Denver. But I think it's close. I don't think Denver can run away from anyone at this stage of the of the season. 17-16, 16-14, something like that. So I'll take another home dog there. But I'll take Denver to win. Uh, all right, guys, have a wonderful weekend. Check out the uh, rest of the Locked On Network for sure. You know, we're bringing it to you every day. Great stuff. Um, I guess that's a wrap. And also check out uh, my contest at DraftKings too. You know, at Williamson NFL, I'll be tweeting that out. Fun show as always. Really good week here on the Locked On NFL podcast. Please spread the word. We are growing rapidly, but could always use your help to get bigger and bigger and really get this thing moving. So thanks again. Happy holidays to all. Over and out.